Holy shit, it's already Wednesday. Sorry guys, I almost forgot about it. It's been kind of a short, messed up week around here for the Roland Brace News. I was going to say Roland Brace News gang, but it's kind of just me most of the time. So, uh, yeah. Went and did my first driver's test on Monday. Took the day off work. Failed the driver's test. And it's kind of fucked up my whole week. Not the driver's test, but the having Monday off work. So I totally thought that the day was Tuesday. But anyways, yeah, it's uh, been a little while. Life's been kind of busy and strange and, you know, working six days a week, trying to learn how to drive. Apparently not very well. Uh, yeah. So fortunately, last Saturday, I did have the chance when I was on the way to getting rained out at Eagle Hopped a ride with Zach Warner. If you guys don't know Zach, he's kind of just been a staple around the racetrack for a long time. A couple years younger than I am. I'm 30. I guess he's right around 25, but he grew up helping out around a lot of area racetracks, helping out different drivers. Obviously, uh, Toomsy's grandson. If you don't know Larry Toomes, you might be kind of new to the racing world around the Nebraska area. And there's no problem with that. We like racers and race fans, young and old. So, anyways, yeah, let's get on with that interview with Zach Warner. I'm walking home, getting ready to mow my grass. So, enjoy the Zach Warner episode with a special guest there at the end. Thank you for listening to Roland Race News, brought to you by Ace Electric and Camp Fireball. All right, I'm not going to edit that out. So, instead, here's what I was attempting to say but I got kind of distracted. A racetrack is like a race car in the way that it takes individual parts and pieces to make it work. And when you're missing one of those parts, it doesn't work that well. So anyways, that's enough of my rambling. Thank you guys for listening and the continued support. And now, here's McLean Reed. So you invite that old lady over for some drinks and pregame or what? So we're talking bar hopping, and we're talking about getting Mancoon cats. Good morning, afternoon, evening, or ass crack of dawn to your race fans. And welcome back into another episode of Roland Race News out here in the billiard barn with a live studio audience. And we, we even got a guest. McLean Reed is back in the house with us. Um, if you guys don't know McLean Reed, he's a sport mod racer from around the area. He's actually been on the show once before. And that show is still kind of just sitting in limbo, waiting to be transformed into formats, because I'm not very good at technology. So we'll just jump right into this. Uh, Roland Race News brought to you by Camp Fireball and Ace Electric. For all your electric and drinking needs, look no further than Ace Electric or Camp Fireball. McLean, good to have you over here. Uh, always good. We just went over to Mazatlan with a bunch of people and had a nice supper. So other than a couple marks deep, how's the week been for you? Oh, you know, just staying busy out here. Uh, working my ass off grinding to pay some bills so I can ra race, you know. Wonder if we're going to get to this weekend. Yeah... Chances looking pretty slim right now, but we'll see what they got going on. As we sit here with massive thunderclaps and a whole bunch <laughs> of lightning. It's actually... 
almost peaceful. Got a little flow racing muted on the TV so we don't get hit with no copyright infringements. And uh, cooler full of beer, and I think we're ready to have a good night tonight. Well, let's get started. Um, tell the folks a little bit about how you got involved in racing. I've only known you the last couple of years, and I don't know where the hell you came from. Oh, I came up out of nowhere, you know. Nah. Uh, no, you got nice parents. Yeah, that helps. That helps. Uh, honestly, my dad sponsored old Troy Boy's dad way back in the day, and so kind of grew up around the dirt track racing scene, and my grandpa did own the car uh, that his dad drove for a couple years. Um, so honestly, it's just kind of been like a family ordeal, and my parent, I always wanted to do it, and then uh, my parents said, get through college first, and my dumbass dropped out and went into a trade, you know, blue-collar shit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, and then that's what I did, and then I, the Noonans helped me get my first car together, and then now we're here, you know. So just to backtrack a little bit, uh, what did you go to real college for first? Uh, <laughs> you might think this is kind of funny, but honestly, radiology, and I took an anatomy class, and I said, fuck this shit, and, yeah. <laughs> So you went from doctor to plumber, or what is it that you do? Uh, I do HVAC. The week? Okay, it is yep. HVAC. Yes, sir. So you're not plumbing the shit. You're helping to exhaust it out. Yeah, something like that. All right. Well, uh, you talked a little bit about what got you involved in the sport. Um, how did you? What brought you to your first car, and why did you pick a sport mod? Or were, or did you race something else before that? Uh, I drove a go-kart a couple times, but that just ain't for me, man. My body's never hurt so bad. I mean, it still does, you know, but it helps having some shocks on the car. Yeah, that's something that I've always thought about doing. Like, man, if I get a first shift job, you know, with I-80 possibly getting sold and everything, I'm like, man, I ought to buy me one of them cage carts. And then I remember I'm 30 years old now, and uh, shit with no suspension kind of hurts. I don't know if you've ever ridden those stupid blue scooters downtown, but... Man, you ride on those things, and the podcast listeners aren't going to notice this, but you ride on those no-suspension things, and you're just... (laughs) Glasses shaking on your face. It ain't no fun. Throw some shocks under it. So take us back to your first season in the sport mod. What was your first emotion when you jumped in the car for the first time? Nervous as hell, but just going to send it, you know? Did you poop first? I I always panic poop before races. That's just the go-to. I think that's just the right answer. I I don't think I've ever heard anybody give me another one. (laughs) It never fails. You hit the track, and, you know, you're good. I, sh- I like to show up early because I just don't like stressing out, rushing around towards the end, you know. That just ain't me. I don't know what it is about it, but I can't do it. Um, so we show up quite a bit early, and I don't know, usually about an hour, 30 minutes before racing starts, you know, hot laps get going. I just got to hit the port of shitter up and blow that sucker up, you know. <laughs> well, park down there in the boonies, you got to be pretty close to it. Yeah, we're we're pretty close to her out in turn three. Hey, I kind of like that new one they put there uh, right on the entrance of turn three, the nice red one. And it was pretty clean, I must say. Yeah, uh, I did notice that I, I actually was turning out the door and happened to notice they were just serviced on 420. So definitely keeping up to date on the new Porto empties. But Eagle's always been good at that. I mean, yeah. have, you, have you been to Boone before? Like, uh, even to watch? I raced there, actually, last year, and yes, it is disgusting. Okay, I I've, I didn't know how to explain it to somebody that hadn't been there before. But, hey, but yeah. at least, but at least there, you know, there's more than one stall, actually, in the restroom in the pits. Yeah, that's true. I guess I, I There always... is quite a bit of stalls, I must say, because I always got to check out the shitter everywhere I go. 
Even if you're just cruising through and just looking yep. over the facilities? Yep. You got an inspector. Like, shit, I know I'm going to be back here <laughs> at least once or twice. So your first year racing, um, you've, as long as I've known you, you've kind of always been one of those world travelers that'll pack up and go anywhere. Your first season, did you do a lot of traveling around or did you just stick to one place? You know, not so much. Uh, we made a trip up to uh, New Raceway Park in Sioux Falls. But other than that, our first year, we kind of stuck around. It was just a learning process, learning curve for sure. Uh, a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. And uh, I thought I was just going to jump in the car and be able to go, you know. But it, 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 there's a lot of stuff that goes into these cars, and it just keeps evolving. See, it's so funny. The first time I ever jumped into a race car, I, like, had no worries or nothing. It's just like, let's peg this bitch and go. And then you get in there, and you realize that it's not that easy. It's everything but that. Yeah. Everything that you thought you knew, just throw it out the window. Yeah. Like. It, that's part of what keeps me going on the Facebook stuff. I know that you say that you read it, but it's like, I just, I can't stand these people who've never been in a car before, but happen to seem to know everything about it. Like, man, yep. if, until you've been in that seat, you really ain't got the slightest and that, idea. And that's just one thing about it, too. You know, you're always going to have them people talking and saying this and that, but it's completely different uh, world when you strap in with them with the wheel in front of you and it's a whole another ball game why didn't you go high well because there wasn't a groove there maynard or i thought i was high but you know i'm halfway down the track <laughs> it's amazing how much it sneaks up on you so first year you stuck around at eagle and beatrice yep well, eagle beatrice yep didn't race i-80 at all but yeah just a bunch of local we honestly we started out with an older harris and it just it it was a good learning car. That's about it. Yeah. Got it for a steal from my brother-in-laws, and, you know, it, it was a perfect learning car. I still have it, actually. It's sitting out at the farm. Oh, so the you've got other family involved in racing, too? Uh, yes. I am a brother-in-law. My uh, older sister is married to Jeremy Noonan. Oh, okay. Yeah, he used to race support mod out there. That's where and, all the Noonan ties are coming in. Yes, sir. Is that how you met old Sanford? No, no, you met no, Sanford as yep, a kid. Yep. And then oh, the my God. Me and Troy used to ride around shirtless, naked, who knows, riding our bikes around with old old Todd's racing helmets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Todd's old racing helmets on, riding our trikes, bikes, whatever the hell we could get our hands on. All right, give me give me your best childhood story. What was it like growing up with uh, young Troy Sanford around the racetrack? Yeah, uh, I was pretty young, but, God, I hear it all the time, but... Uh, Todd was out there racing at Rising City and a old storm rolled through and I guess there was a nader and, uh, we all trucked it back to my mom's minivan at the time and I guess we had mud all over us. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I was in a nader at one point. Gotta love getting in them naders at the racetrack. Hey, there's only one way to do it. That's right. Standing outside drinking beer. Yep. <laughs> Twain. <laughs> what was the Shania Twain jam on the way to the races growing up, fellas? What wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that was a big hit. And I apologize if these mics don't pick up on the other side of the building. We'll we'll try it out and see what we got. And if not, worst comes to worst, we'll come back and we'll do it again. But for today, we got McLean Reed here with us. So running through your first year. Got her done. Tell me a couple of things that you really just learned. What has stuck with you from your first year till now? Because this is, what, three or four? Uh, yep, this is, shoot. Uh, 
This is my third year. Yep, yep. And uh, honestly, just learning how to drive the car and and driving it in hard, actually, because first couple of years I was skeptical, and uh, towards the end of last year, middle of last year, I started getting more comfortable and more comfortable. All it takes is really seat time. Absolutely, a lot of it too, and just traveling helps a lot too. Uh, the competition's pretty uh, stout around here. That's for sure. Uh, you travel, it's still stout in places, but there's also a lot of places you can go uh, where they pull in like 20 cars. Everyone makes EA, and you can get some confidence on your belt, and that honestly really helps too. So That's something that uh, Jeff Reed had always talked about when he was doing the sport mod thing because he ran at Eagle Weekly, and then the last couple of weeks he went down to Beatrice, and he was like, man, this is just so much more relaxing. Everybody... Everybody makes the A, so you go out and you run your laps and you, you, you know, you just learn. That's what it's all about. You live, you learn, and then you get fast. So yep. we'll, we'll go past the first year. How about the second year? Uh, we ended up buying a new car at the end of our first year, uh, late in the year that we had for a couple specials at the end of the year. We bought ourselves a 2014 and a quarter jet mod. It was uh, Densberger's old car, but it started out with Larkin's. And I was actually a pretty well car. It, it was fast, well maintained, straight, perfect. Bought it, uh, uh, pretty much front suspension and bare chassis for eighteen hundred bucks. I got a pretty good deal on it from Dylan Richards. Uh, put her together, threw some coin at her, you know, because that's all it takes. And, yeah. Uh, ended up Johnny helped me out a lot there too as well. Uh, we got her together and went and set her up with Johnny and. That car moved, and I still have that, too. That's a backup car. Perfect. So you got a couple of spares sitting around in case, God forbid, anything were to happen. Yeah. What were some highlights from year two? Um, honestly, making my first uh, feature out at Eagle in the beginning of the year, that, honestly, I was really pleased about that because, just like I said earlier, the competition at Eagle is no joke, man. It, they don't mess around out there and it's move or be moved. Exactly. You know, Eagle is definitely not a place for the slouches. It's... I can remember them saying it a lot back in like 2007, 2008 that Eagle was the toughest place to race in the country on a weekly basis, and I st I still firmly believe that that's true in any division that runs out there on Saturday night. But maybe I'm a little bit biased because I pretty much live there. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to be up on the wheel there. Yeah. So jumping into this year, went ahead and got a new car again. Again, yes, we did, and this one's here to stay for a while, hopefully, until we make the jump to maybe a sprint car. Who knows? We'll Good see. Good deal. I, I like hearing sprint cars. Now, that's that's something I was actually thinking earlier when we were talking about doing this, because the last couple weekends hanging out over at your place, you've been like, a mod or sprint car, a mod or sprint car, and I was sitting there thinking, man, I'm torn on this, because I understand the <laughs> budget friendliness of a sprint car compared to a modified, and we need sprint cars but we need A-mods, too, and that's something that's really coming on strong this year. I know the guy that you bought the car from, Cole Wayman, made the move to an A-mod. Jeremy Baker, Trevor Baker. There's a handful of other guys that I know that I'm forgetting. But Cade it's nice Richards. to see Cade Richards. Uh, it's nice to see that class kind of jumping back up in popularity. Yep. And kind of nice to see some people getting out of sport mods. Uh, maybe this is a crappy opinion that a lot of people aren't going to like, but I, 
I feel like there's a lot of guys running in that sport mod class who could definitely be a mod, great a mod shoes. Speaking of another one that I forgot, Sean Harker uh, yes. talked to him last weekend. I think he's going to get over here one of these days. But anyways, let's get to talking about your 2022 season now that you've got the car done, wrapped, and uh, got a chance to get a few shows under your belt. Yep, we got her done pretty early. Uh, we bought her race ready, uh, Cole's 2019 car. Cole and Dan have been a lot of help. Uh, good people there. Uh, bought that race ready, so hadn't re- I didn't really have to do much. Put a body on her, took her to Ari's for that. Ari does good work on bodies. Um, got it wrapped at Only Pro up in Omaha. He does really good work and phenomenal to work with. I tell you what, he's on the ball. And I had I took my car up there on a Friday night, and I went and picked it up on a Saturday morning. Dang! And he got it done fast, in and out the door. He even towed my trailer around Omaha home that night. Perfect customer service. If you need your race car wrap, for sure him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we bought a race ready. Hadn't, didn't really have to do much. Uh, didn't really – we like to hit some early specials like we always do. We usually start racing about early March. Uh, we moved this year, bought an acreage. Didn't see at uh, Spring Nationals. Nope. That's what that, it's called, Spring Nationals. Yep, that was the weekend we moved because we did buy that acreage. Oh, that's right. Yep, and then the weekend after that, the Dirt Crown, or two weekends after that, whatever it was – dirt crown we wanted to race that but didn't make that because my sister got married and it's been an eventful couple months i'll tell you what if you're listening to this don't get married march through september speaking of getting married though by the way congratulations and again this is on the old podcast but (laughs) We were busting old McLean's balls for a good hour and a half that we were sitting around here. We were, who are we hanging out with? Jared Jackson Jake. and Jake Swanson. And I swear there must have been at least 15 jokes cracked about you popping the question. And then sure as shit, like three weeks later, it finally yeah, happened. Couldn't take so. it no more. I don't like getting bullied. So weddings brought to you by Roland Race News. Yep, September 30th of next year. Thirty. My bad. Oh, hey. I look like I'm sleeping on the couch tonight, but September Dude, 29th. that was the perfect studio audience reaction. Oh, my God. That was straight out of a sitcom. Fox Network's going to pick this up next week. We'll be on before Race Hub. Check it out. As long as we get paid, right? We got to sponsor a race car there. Well, and you got to pay for a wedding now, dickweed. <laughs> that's what parents are for, right? I, that's what they say. <laughs> I that's wish. What, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the bug in your parents' ear. I'm going to tell you what my folks said they'd do for me. They said they'd either take care of a small portion of the wedding because uh, weddings apparently are fucking expensive. Uh-huh. They said Just the so, venues. Yeah, that's it's what like they seven offered. grand. Yeah, they said, well... Once we get off camera here, I'll tell you about a little more affordable priced venue. Well, I might as well just let it out because I don't know what the cost is currently, but uh, you can actually rent Eagle Raceway pretty freaking affordably if you're into getting married at the racetrack. Yeah, which, good luck judging by, to her. I, I was going to say, I can see her face from here, and I don't yeah. think that one's going to fly. I tried to do it at the old acreage, but she don't like that idea too much. Why not? It's free. It's free? It's not you, big enough. You got your own bed? There she goes. Well, let her go. Oh, oh shit. Don't let that go. <laughs> Good Lord. And that was a special guest appearance from the Central Pneumatic Air Compressor from Harbor Freight. There you go. Nice to, nice to see you. <laughs> All right, so 
in a futile attempt to <coughs> stir this bitch back on track. I mean, we might as well be floating through branched oak right now. It might be out there. You never know. We haven't opened up the door. I don't know. It sounds like it's raining. That it does. So, we got the wedding. You got your 2022 season kicked off. I know you've ran... Uh, I-80 and Eagle. Okay, I-80 yep. and Eagle. Run kicked us through that first night at I-80. Uh, oh, that was just last Friday. Yep, Man, yep. it's been a short week. It has. Uh, we honestly had a pretty fast car. This 2019 car is fast and the handles phenomenal. Uh, it pretty much just drives itself. All I got to do is just turn it and hit the throttle, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hit the but, brake when you need to. Yes, indeed. But, uh... No, we st- it was a pretty good night. I think we came in fourth in the heat, I want to say, or somewhere around there. They're taking top three because there's 39 cars there at night, and that's something for I-80. That's it was a, a great night. car count. I'm, I am really looking forward to it, and I got to give I-80 the benefit of the doubt. You know, first night, you got antsy people, you got new people. The first night never really goes smooth. I mean, from an announcer's perspective saturday night at eagle wasn't the smoothest thing either but it's just kind of something that you come to expect from the first night of the year so you make it through i-80 and i i think that place is going to have huge car counts all summer long so if you get the chance and you got the gear get out there to i-80 speedway and go race so you rolled into eagle raceway the next night i don't know why you don't just buy a toter and roll right down the road and camp in the parking lot with me i need one of them I do need one of them. Sell these damn diesel pickups. Maybe you can get one. Now I'm about to pick up another one, probably. Just buy you a Ford Ranger, <laughs> sell off your diesels, and buy a toter. Yeah, I, I totally Son would. Son of a gun. I totally would. But, yeah, no, Saturday night, we uh, made it out to Eagle. Didn't blow away? Nope, nope. Almost, though. I-80 was actually, I think, windier than uh, Eagle was, that's for sure. I guess somebody was telling me that last Saturday night that I eighty was windier, but Eagle just got the brunt of the cold. They did. It was pretty chilly uh, Saturday night. Friday night is actually halfway decent. I can't remember the last time that I wore coveralls at Eagle, but there hasn't been a race that I've been to this year that I haven't worn coveralls, and I am <laughs> so beyond ready for that to change. Who knows? If we race tomorrow night, it might be the night. I don't know. We'll find out. I think it's only supposed to get up to about 60 tomorrow, so we'll have to see. I don't know. I, My hopes aren't up that we're going to race, but they aren't down enough that I've made other plans. Yep. So speaking of other plans, what do you got planned for the rest of 2022? Uh, race Eagle weekly uh, with uh, maybe traveling here or there on a couple Saturdays, hitting up some different tracks. Uh, Friday nights, uh, weekly racing at I-80 when they do have the sport mods. Uh, plan on making a couple Friday trips up to Albion, uh, US 36 and Osborne for sure. And, uh, Super Nationals are in the talk right now. Uh, we were supposed to race Vegas last year, but ended up never doing it. One of, uh, Jake's, uh, Sp- Jake Swanson's sponsors kind of fell through on us on that. He was going to haul us up there and things kind of took a turn and we ended up not going there. Now, the way the world's going, I mean, I'd, I'd expect a lot of things to fall through mm-hmm. just the way it is. But here's a suggestion. You got that big wedding coming up there at the end of September, and Duel in the Desert comes up in early November. You could always just postpone the honeymoon and go honeymooning in Vegas. Maybe maybe leave a day early with the wife before somebody else hauls your car up there. Uh, yep. 
I definitely would do something like that. That I do want to race it. That's for sure. But I, I think we are for sure gonna race uh, Super Nats if everything goes as planned this year, like we hope. What is it that draws you to a place like Boone? Honestly, they have a well-ran track. That is, it is a fast track, and honestly, the people drive there are pretty clean. Like you go in there, it's a big dog track. You, there ain't no slouches there. Uh, it's uh like eagle you know move or be moved and uh fast cars good competition and it really prepares you for something like that and honestly i haven't been there for super nationals my parents never let me go when i was younger uh probably for the best yeah they would not let me go uh so (laughs) we kicked it at home but honestly i've seen some videos and i've heard some stories and it sounds like quite the good time there so well i might have to try it on a first-hand basis I'd say give it a whirl. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've went down there with, like, Jared Dieterding on a Friday night after work, and we would just cruise down there for the party, stay up all night, watch the races on Saturday, and find some sorry ass to drive us home. Yep. It always worked out pretty good. Maybe rent an Airbnb. We'll see. Rent an Airbnb. God damn, you fancy. I don't know about that. So but- we got... We go did we did go down to St. Louis uh, for doing the desert to kind of watch that. Dirt in December, disclaimer. Or my bad, Jesus. I've had one of these too many margaritas and these seltzers here, but uh, uh, yes, doing the or don't let me forget to edit out that seltzer part. I want you to sound like a man. Oh yeah, they're honestly kind of shitty. I must say, do not recommend the Sonic uh, tropical seltzers. Well, they're not they're not quite good enough or not quite bad enough for the sink drain, but not good enough for another buy. They're probably gonna end up in my fridge for the next six months. <laughs> Possibly. I ought to clean this damn shed so I can have people over, maybe get some ladies to drink them. There or you next go. time you come by. Ah. No, but we went to dirt in December and that was a good time. We did buy an Airbnb for that. We uh split in amongst people, Steven, Jake and Dana, a couple other people. Try and do it again? Yes, but this time we are staying in a hotel downtown St. Louis so we can walk to the goddamn dome. I like it. I'll spend a couple extra hundred dollars a night, you know. I am. We were about 10, 15 minutes away from the arena, and it was just a pain in the butt trying to find parking down there and stuff. Yeah, I don't blame you. I definitely think that going to places like that, it's best to just stay as close as possible, even if you have to sleep in the truck in the parking lot. I can't do that. My body is too fucked up for that. Yeah, that HVAC and racing, it'll do it. It's a deadly <laughs> combination. So we've kind of ran through everything up to date. Got your plans for 2022. Take us uh, through some of the behind-the-scenes people that help you out. Not exactly your sponsors, but who's around to help you wrench on the car? Uh, my fiance over here. Uh, she just kind of just a little uh, throat check in my ear here. I think she has a name. Uh, Allie is her name. Soon to be... Allie Reed. Allie Climaxer or, or <laughs> something like that. I ain't telling you, James. <laughs> I mean, I could just pull up Facebook, Facebook. and look it up, but where's the fun in that? I'll tell you I what. I couldn't pronounce it if I tried. McLean, keep talking. You can find anything and everything on that goddamn Facebook. Oh, I believe it. And she is always on it. Let me tell you what. Bitch, you are on it more than I am. I'm on Marketplace, though. That's different. I'm trying to buy shit. <laughs> We're not even friends. Yeah, we 
we are. I don't think we are. You know how to spell my name, James? It's not two L's. Oh, it's it's got the it's Ailey, not Allie. Ailey Joe Kreikmeyer. He said it. Or Kreikmeyer. Close, but first one was closer. Kreikmeyer. Krakemeyer. Krakemeyer. Allie Krakemeyer, and I don't care. Oh, because now you're going to be stuck with that for the rest of your life. I'm going to see you walking through the grandstand sometime. Just jump on that old hot mic. I don't go in the grandstand, so good luck with that. We do when the car is parked. Not very often. All right, so you got the crew. Let's run through the sponsors, and then let's wrap this thing up. I think the booze is starting to catch up with all of us. Yes. Uh, couldn't do it without them sponsors. We got Fox Automotive, uh, Noonan Industry, Reed's Cleaning, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, the Pit Crew, Terrell and Brandon, Troy Boy over here helping out when he can. Uh, we got Broad Small Engine Repair. We got Bodies by RE. We got Black Belt Mindset. Uh, Black Belt Mindset. Tell me a little bit about that. I don't think I noticed that one on the side of the car. I'd yep, probably nope. asked you about it. Nope. It is on the passenger side hood. Uh, it is my uncle's, uh, what you might call, you could say, CrossFit kind of oh, gotcha. thingy going on. Uh, he uh, actually owns Tiger Rock Academy uh, Taekwondo here in town. Okay. And he's kind of, he still owns it and does all that, but he kind of starts a little side business for like some CrossFit Good tips, deal. tricks, and all that. And he's on Facebook, gave me uh, some money this year. And it, honestly, we kind of picked up a few sponsors and it really helps because if it's just you on that car, it really takes everything you have. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you get so much. Hey, another member of our studio audience has arrived. Old pal Austin. Oh, so I can't forget jet racing. Yeah, jet racing. And Dan and Cole Wayman. Anybody else that you're forgetting? You Am neglecting anybody? Anyone? I don't think so. Ron and Jeannie Sargerson, they still help me out where they can. Oh, uh, that's honestly about it. So what are your goals for this year in racing? What is the thing that you would most like to do behind the wheel of that race car? Uh, last year, uh, we finished fifth out at Eagle, and I was pretty happy about that. Uh, this year, I'd like to win one out there, honestly, if not a few. We definitely got the car to do it. The driver just needs to catch up a little bit, not step on his wiener like he did last weekend. I remember seeing that. Uh, in the heat, last weekend, we had a real fast car. I just I saw Derek go around in front of me, and I kind of panicked, as a third-year driver would most likely do. And all rear brake in the car, and we kind of spun her around. But in the B, I... Have you watched your races from last week? I have, yes. Uh, videos are a must. <laughs> you learn a lot from that, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I was going to just give a shameless plug to EagleRaceway.tv, brought to you by Advantage Racing. Uh, putting out a quality, quality broadcast. I went ahead and bought the year subscription so that my folks and grandma could sit there and watch it, and uh, so I might be able to cheat a little bit and watch some replays on Sunday. Yes, sir. All right, well, I guess that probably ought to wrap it up. I think we got some more uh, recreational beer drinking to do, but I want to thank you for coming on the show. I want to thank the studio audience for coming and hanging out, uh, keeping the beers cold. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me again. It's always a good time. Absolutely. Anytime you want to come on, once you pick up that feature win, we'll definitely get you back. And I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to Roland Race News.